Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Chances are you may have heard the question time and time again, where does America fit in during end times events? While curiosity isn't necessarily wrong, the question itself is rather vain and short-sighted. In today's message, Pastor J.D. reflects on the current Iran controversy while reminding us that the only nation of importance as far as God is concerned is Israel. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on June 23rd, 2019. So, today's Prophecy Update is one that will require a preface of sorts by way of an observation and subsequent conclusion concerning the escalating tensions with Iran. I don't know if you've been following the developments from this last week. First, the observation. It's that of how I believe many today are not taking this situation seriously. And I'm talking about the church. Many a Christian is not looking at what is happening now in the Middle East, specifically as it relates to the escalating tensions with Iran. They just are going about their lives and their business as usual, unfazed. And that's the conclusion because of this observation. It's that these developments in the Middle East may be the final warnings that Bible prophecy is now being fulfilled. I realize that what I'm about to say might be met with consternation, even trepidation, but the fact of the matter is America is not in Bible prophecy. And I would just respectfully ask, especially for those in our online church who disagree, let's agree to disagree agreeably. I get a lot of email, a lot of comments about how that America is Babylon, America is the eagle's wings in Revelation, America is in Bible prophecy, and I know how you get there, but again, let's just agree to disagree agreeably. Why do I point this out? Because Bible prophecy is not centered on America. A number of years ago I was in uh, Russia, in Moscow, and I was teaching a condensed church history course at the Bible college there. And my students in the dorm took me and said, hey, uh, Pastor J.D., come, I want to show you something. I thought, okay, cool, let's, what do you got? 
So they take me down the hall, and here's this world map. They said, look at that map. I said, okay, uh, that's a map. <laughs> Duh. He said, well, what do you notice different about that map? And I, I'm looking at the map, and I, yeah, it does look a little bit different. And then it hit me. That's different than the maps in America, because the maps in America have America at the center of the map. Well, I ain't in America anymore. <laughs> I'm in Russia. You know what was at the center of that map? Russia. Not America. Well, God has a map, if I can say it like that. And at the center of God's map is not America, it's not Russia, it's Israel. It is the central focus of all of Bible prophecy. It is centered on Israel, and here's why. Israel is the only nation that God has an everlasting covenant with. I, I hate to rain on your parade, but God does not have a covenant with America. Okay? He has a covenant with Israel. Israel has the promise from God that once they return to the land, which was May 14, 1948, fulfilling, I believe, the most significant prophecy in all of the Bible. To me, if I can say it this way, it really started the clock ticking. May 14, 1948, can a nation be born in a day? Yeah. When Israel, by one vote in the UN, became a nation on May 14, 1948, the clock started ticking. And God's promise to Israel was that once they returned to the land, they would never again be uprooted from the land. Listen to Amos chapter 9, verses 14 and 15. I will bring back the captives of my people Israel. They shall build the waste cities and inhabit them, fulfilled. They shall plant vineyards and drink wine from them, fulfilled. They shall also make gardens and eat fruit from them, fulfilled. I will plant them in their land, fulfilled, and no longer shall they be pulled up from the land I have given them, says the Lord your God. Now why do I mention this? Because America has no such promise. America has no such prophecy. Now, lest you think that I'm not being very patriotic or I don't love this country, let me hasten to say that I love this country more than most. My parents immigrated legally, by the way, <laughs> to America when I was nine months old. They had $20 in their pocket. They worked so hard. It took them five years when they got their citizenship. I'll never forget that day with tears streaming down their face as they pledged allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and became American citizens, for which I am so grateful, because at age 18, I automatically became an American citizen. I am an American. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> America been very, very good to me. So, sorry.
But when you really get right down to it, America is not a covenant nation with God. Israel is. And that's why it is that we need to take what is happening very seriously. I'm hoping you'll kindly allow me to argue the case for just how serious last week's developments really are. Perhaps more importantly, I also want to present the argument that the escalating tensions with Iran may be the final warning, the only warning we're going to get. Please understand that I in no way wish to provoke a spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound and disciplined mind. What I do want to provoke is this. I want to provoke, instead of a spirit of fear, a spirit of discernment to heed the warning that I believe we have today. And here's why. And I mentioned it at the beginning. And just hear me out and bear with me. And see if you agree with me when I say this. There's this proclivity to get too comfortable with what seems to be this pseudo-peace and prosperity in America. I mean, in all fairness, Trump has made America great again. The stock market is up again, record highs. Employment figures are record lows. America is working again. America is safe again. America is great again. Oh, happy days are here again. The problem is, is it lullabies us into a spiritual slumber so that when what happens, happens this last week, we're like, oh, no big deal. You'll forgive me, I I have to share this because I've been thinking about this a lot this last week. Here in Hawaii, it's so nice, right? And we've had some beautiful sunny weather. And I mean, it's just lucky you live Hawaii, as the saying goes. I hope I didn't butcher that too bad. But you wake up in the morning and I mean, it's beautiful, it's sunny, the trade winds, the breeze is like, oh man, praise the Lord, you know. But that's the problem. It's my belief that we here in Hawaii are so far removed, there's a disconnect. We're disenfranchised from the reality of what is taking place in the world today. There's this isolation, really this insulation from geopolitical events that have significant and profound prophetic significance. And we just go about our day. Business as usual. Without realizing that Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're this close. We're this close. Pastor, you say that every week. Last week you 
gave us that rubber band illustration. You need to come up with a new illustration, but you gave us the rubber band illustration that you can only stretch it for so long, so far, and then it's going to snap. And you've been telling us that every week, week in, week out. Well, you know what? (laughs) One of these weeks, I won't say it anymore. You know why? Because it will have snapped and we won't be here. You better not be here. (laughs) Well, I want to begin with this Fox News report. Doubtless you heard about this breaking news, this U.S. Navy drone that was shot down by an Iranian missile over the Strait of Hormuz. According to our U.S. command, it was an unprovoked attack. This, of course, came on the heels of another Iranian provocation of a disputed attack on a pair of oil tankers in the Gulf of Oman last week. Uh, Iran is still denying it. Actually, they're not only just denying it, they're accusing the United States and Israel, and Saudi Arabia too, very interesting, of being behind the attacks. Fox News went on to quote Iran's Revolutionary Guard Commander General Hossein Salami, who said, quote, We do not have any intention for war with any country, but we are fully ready for war. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you don't have any intention for war, but you're ready in case there is a war? Wait a minute. This is Iran we're talking about, right? This is Iran who chants, death to America, death to Israel. (laughs) Oh, so let me see if I got this straight. You don't want war with America. You just want the destruction of America. Are we clear? By the way, uh, let me flip it around the other way. Has America ever declared death to Iran? Never. Iran chants in Farsi, their native tongue, death to America, death to Israel. America is the great Satan and Israel the little Satan. And by the way, they have to take out the great Satan first before they can try to attempt to take out the little Satan, because if they attack the little Satan, the great Satan will come to their defense. Does that make sense? Again, I, am I suggesting that America is taken out by Iran? We don't know. Could be. That would certainly explain the conspicuous absence of the United States of America from the pages of Bible prophecy. The down drone took place on Thursday, but two days prior, on Tuesday, Al-Arabiya, published a report quoting Secretary of State Mike Pompeo as saying that the United States must have the capability to respond to any Iranian attack on U.S. interests. This is two days prior to the downing of the drone. This is after the tankers. This came one day after the U.S. said it was sending another 1,000 troops to the region in response to what it called hostile behavior by Tehran. As you might imagine, Russia, 
is not sitting idly by with the back and forth between Iran and the U.S. According to the Times of Israel live blog, Russia is warning the U.S. against bolstering its troop presence in the Middle East, accusing Washington, get this, of trying to spark a war against Iran. Okay. So they, they attack the, the tankers, they shoot down our dr- drone, and we're the ones that are trying to start a war? The Russian deputy foreign minister also condemned the U.S. for what he calls the use of the language of direct threats against Iran. Another report broke on Thursday quoting Russian President Vladimir Putin, who is not remaining silent himself, who, quote, warned the U.S. not to take military action against Iran. And if this weren't bad enough, Putin blames Washington for both events and said it would be, this is Putin, quote, a catastrophe for the region as a minimum, triggering an escalation with, this is interesting, unpredictable results. Breaking Israel News published this interesting article in which they asked the question everyone is asking, which is, is war on the way? In it, they quote Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, who warned that Saudi Arabia will not hesitate to deal with any threat. Remember, this is all about the oil. And are we surprised? Over 2,500 years ago, the prophet Ezekiel said that this is exactly what would happen that Russia and Iran and Turkey and other nations would all be allied together in preparation for this invasion of Israel for the purpose of taking a spoil, oil, natural gas, which they found untold amounts of off the coast of Haifa. That's what this is about. They don't attack Israel to wipe her off the map so that the name of Israel is remembered no more. The purpose of this attack prophesied in Ezekiel 38 is not to destroy Israel, is to take from Israel what Israel has. Israel's very prosperous. And you know who protests this invasion? Saudi Arabia. Verse 13, Ezekiel 38. Have you come to take a spoil? To take booty? Have you come to take the oil and the natural gas that's there, and the technology, and the, oh, and by the way, I have a couple more by the ways, by the way, so just by the way, (laughs) the gold, you know how, don't tell anybody, (laughs) you know how much gold is in Israel that they have discovered, and particularly on the northern border there in the Golan, the border with Syria, which brings another prophecy into play, Isaiah 17, the destruction of Damascus. And that's when, as we speak, Russia, Iran, Turkey, and these other nations that are allied together are at the ready in Syria as we speak, waiting for the green light. And once they have the green light, they go. One of the main reasons 
that I believe these warnings should be taking very seriously is that we're one phone call away. We're one mouse click away, if you prefer the computer metaphor, from the unthinkable. Let me say it this way. We are one stroke of the pen away from these prophecies being fulfilled. That's how close we are. Again, I'm not trying to be sensational. I'm not trying to be provocative. You heard about this, right? President Trump was 10 minutes away from clicking that mouse, making that call with the stroke of that pen. 10 minutes away from launching an attack on Iran. And it stunned the world. Arut Sheva reported that as late as 7 p.m. Thursday, military and diplomatic officials were expecting a strike after intense discussions and debate at the White House. It was an emergency session. According to a senior administration official, the operation was underway in its early stages when it was suddenly called off. However, it was not clear whether Trump simply changed his mind on the strikes or whether the administration altered course because of logistics or strategy. Nobody really knows. We can only speculate at best. What's my point? My point is, we came close. We came close. You know, the game has changed. I hope you realize that. Just in the last couple of years, it's a very different world right now. Uh, One strike, that's all it's going to take. You'll forgive me for saying it this way, but when, not if, that happens, and I say when because the Bible says it will happen. It's not if, it's when, and how soon. When this happens, all hell will break loose. We talked about this last week. Sudden destruction comes down upon them, and they will not escape. Okay. I am keenly aware that doing an update like this could be met with accusations of being an alarmist. But the truth of the matter is, the onus is on me to warn you. Not only do I have to warn you, I want to warn you. And I'll explain why. I would much rather warn you and have you be ready and have nothing happen, than not warn you, have you not be ready, only to have something happen. It is incumbent upon me as a watchman on the wall to do so because one day I'm going to give an account for what I did on Sunday mornings as the pastor of this amazing church as is my privilege to be. Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. 
This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's Prophecy Update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this Prophecy Update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s Prophecy Updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this prophecy update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.